What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. I'm your host, Julian Osius, with my buddy, as always, Brooklyn. What's going on? Doing good, bro. We got a lot of stuff that's been popping off this week. Excited to talk about it. Let's get right into it. Yeah, exactly. We, we do have a lot to talk about. We got some bubble watch stuff, uh, some injuries, some some money moves, and uh, some some nickname changes. So we got a whole lot. But we're going to start off with the man of the, the week, year. Um, he, had, he had an amazing year last year. Didn't win MVP, but he is a uh, absolute phenom. And now he is a very rich phenom. Very, uh, very rich. The one and only Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP, uh, not first quarterback taken in the draft because every other team that didn't pick him is stupid. Patrick Mahomes just signs the deal. Ten years extension with the Kansas City Chiefs. That the money isn't confirmed yet, but from everything we understand, it's going to be over $500 million at the end of the day. Which is nuts. It's the richest uh, contract in sports history. Not NFL, not whatever. Well, it is NFL, but sports history. Whatever you want. Biggest contract ever. Money Mahomes got the Brinks truck. The whole Brinks truck. Half a billy. It's crazy, man. It it really is. It's crazy. And the, the crazy thing about it to me is that, in my opinion, he's worth every penny. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you you can't assume that he's going to be good for all 10 extra of these years because this is a 12-year total deal now because he has two more years on his contract right now, I believe. So the Chiefs aren't assuming he's going to be good for 12 more years, but they're hoping that they're going to get seven, eight pretty darn good years out of him. And in those seven, eight years, they make a couple more runs at a Super Bowl try and repeat this year and whatever else the future brings. And, you know, in those last couple of years, they eat some salary, uh, kind of give him a reward for all the hard work he's done, and, you know, start to rebuild around that. But for these next couple of years, as long as he's good and he's signed with them, which he could very easily be good for the rest of these 12 years. I mean, he's just that Absolutely. talented. Um, they're they're going to be a competitive team as long as he's there. There's no doubt about that at all, man. Mahomes is special. Everything about him. And he's a leader, man. So young to have that much pedigree within yourself and hold your own for a team and then take them to the Super Bowl and dominate the way you do. Injured as well, too. Don't skip over that. So the Chiefs got a a good one, man. It it takes a a lot as as a person, uh, and, and it takes a certain type of person to... Um, come into a situation where a team is pretty good already, get mm-hmm. drafted, win over the head coach, and have him just essentially kick to the curb the really, really good Alex Smith, who had a pretty darn good career, especially in Kansas City. Um, and they, he just got kicked to the curb, and they said, you know what, Pat, you're our guy. And from that moment on, it was just good decisions and a good relationship being formed between Pat, the Chiefs organization, the fans, and I mean, it's it's really easy to form that relationship when you're as good as he is, and and you've had like as minimal slip ups. I mean, obviously, he's, this is going to be his what third year, third yeah. or fourth year, um, and so you know he won the MVP, 
He's made it to a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. They have mm-hmm. the best team in the league roster-wise coming back into next season, unless you think the Ravens, which I don't personally think so. I think it's still the Chiefs. And, you know, and now he got the money. Like, he's mo- he got to be motivated now. Like, he's going to stay with this team probably the rest of his career. They lock them in. They feel confident in them, and they think this is our guy from now until the wheels fall off. And you got to ride with it. You found your mans. Now go make it happen. And And. I don't know if, like, one of my first instincts when I saw this deal, not the tangent too hard, but I I saw how eager they were to lock him in, and Mm -hmm. I thought of two teams in the league that don't feel this way about guys that they have that are really good. And one of which is the Green Bay Packers, who (laughs) they have Aaron Rodgers, who's an all-time great, one of the best to ever do it. He's still in the end of his prime of his career. He could still get stuff done. And they go out and they draft a quarterback that they're kind of trying to treat Aaron like he's Alex Smith. And it feels really odd to me. They feel like they're going to have another Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers thing going on in Green Bay. Except uh, it's really difficult to do that. Yeah, they got lucky with that. Brett Favre with, yeah, they got very lucky to replace Brett Favre with Aaron Rodgers. I can't imagine they do that again. I just can't. Yeah. And, and I mean, if they do, getting, then great. Great scouting uh, department, great everything. But I, I feel like if they could have just gotten Aaron a, a wide receiver, because this wide receiver class was so deep, if you could have gotten a wide receiver at the end of the first round, that's really that's all facts. the Packers needed for that extra push to get into the Super Bowl, and they didn't do it. So I don't know if they're trying to rebuild. I don't really know what they're doing. Um, I don't want to get too deep into that, but I just thought of, like, that situation. And then the other one I thought of was the uh, the Dallas-Dak Prescott situation. Okay. And they have a guy who's clearly the guy. Is he a top 10 quarterback in the league? Maybe, maybe not. He's somewhere around there. Definitely top 15. And at his best, he's pretty darn good. And yeah, that's who you want to ride with. You you gotta lock him in. Yeah, and I and I you can't say to. Dallas has had a pretty darn good quarterback in a long time because as much as Tony Romo uh, liked to pull the hearts on people, he really wasn't <laughs> that. He was he was okay, but he wasn't that. Um, yeah. And and Dak could be a guy that could lead them somewhere past the first round of the playoffs. I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm saying first round of the playoffs. And when you have somebody close to being your guy, it's tough to push them aside and say, you know what, let's go try this guy out. Yeah, because like you, you see what you're back. getting, you rather go with the known than the unknown. So. Yeah, exactly. So them not giving Dak a full contract is bizarre to me. And then you have another situation like uh, Kirk Cousins in Washington. They never wanted to give him a, a contract, so the Vikings eventually did. And then they just extended him because they said, you know what? You might not be a top 10 quarterback in the league, but you are good enough, and we want you here, and we're just going to lock you in. And I feel like that's just the approach an organization needs to have, not just for their quarterback, but for the organization to be seen in a a light where people want to go there and feel like they're going to get treated right. Yeah, because if you have a great quarterback and they end up being a bust, it happens. But if you have a great quarterback and you let them go, and then you get somebody else that's a bust, and they end up striving wherever they go. Mm-hmm. That's just so much worse. Yeah, it really is. It, 
and you don't want stuff to slip through your fingers like that. And it feels no. like that's what's going to happen in Green Bay and in um, Dallas. But that's not Dallas, happening yeah. in Kansas City. I can tell you that right now. Patty Mahomes, the $500 million boy, TikTok superstar brother and all. <laughs> um, so I'm One thing I saw that uh, I thought was pretty funny was by the time Mahomes' contract is done, Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid for the Mets. That's so which contract uh you taking? That <laughs> that pension I'm definitely fund? Taking patties, 100 <laughs> percent I'm definitely taking patties. Come on, give me a year of Patty's contract. Come on, man. Come Bro, on. that man's making what, like a hundred dollars a minute? Making a lot of money. He it's is crazy. Making an insane amount of money. And it's crazy because we were talking earlier this year when Garrett Cole got signed to the Yankees, how much money that was. And this is even more money than that. And it's less year. I mean, technically, less years on the extension. Yeah, we have part. four huge contracts coming out of the MLB. What Harper, Machado, Cole, and Trout. And it going up to 400 mil. Uh, yeah, Rendon was 300. It was a lot. It was a lot of money. It wasn't, it wasn't those guys, but it was a lot of money. Yeah. But you get contracts like that, and now... Mahomes, the guy who passed up playing baseball to go play football, is out here making baseball money. Yeah. Just like his well, his pops wasn't making too much money, but he didn't follow in his pops' footsteps and now he got that money that they've been wanting. Well, one cool thing too is um Chiefs doing this now and extending him before the contract goes up uh is is just really smart because in two years you know, every year there's always the the new richest contract in NFL history. There, you hear it mm-hmm. every offseason. When it was Andrew Luck who got his, and then Matt Stafford Stafford got his. Kirk Cousins had it for like a week before. I don't even know Matt Ryan. I think had it for a little bit. Like it's every, gonna be tough to break this one. Every offseason it breaks, right? Mm-hmm. And so you want you want to get a long term deal done sooner than later before the price ASAP, keeps yeah. going up and up and up. Yep. And, and you know, um, they they set on a price that was up. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of money, but and the seal they got wanted broke, to lock him so. in. Yeah, it's going to be guy. dope to see how high we can get for these football contracts. Mm-hmm. And because really they deserve the money, money is what I want to get up. But you know, yeah, football players deserve the money. They take a beating, and they need to get paid. Absolutely. Uh, keeping it on the football field, uh, we spoke about this last week with the. NFL team from Washington mm-hmm. uh, putting out a, a little presser on Twitter saying that they're going to review the name of their team and kind of figure stuff out, which I, I want this to be like associated with this every time we talk about it, only came to light because they were threatened by FedEx. So the, the <laughs> money hitting the pockets hurt, not the um, the actual social Not the morality of it. it. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't a moral decision. This was, oh, no, our money's going to be less. So, this isn't good boy Washington, Dan Snyder, good guys. It's not that. No. Um, but they have officially decided to, they they use the word retire. I don't like that word for this. <laughs> Which was strange. Really, I, I really strange. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the word retire, but beggars can't be choosers at this point. They're going to yeah. retire the name, the nickname, the Washington Redskins, officially. Um, they haven't come out with their new name yet just because of some licensing and some trademark stuff. So they want to make sure that they have all that set in place before announcing it. 
and obviously they got to buy names if somebody owns the rights and this, that, and the other thing. Which allegedly somebody actually went out and bought about 10 could-be names, a little more than 10, could-be possible names that they could be using, like uh, the Red Tails, the Red Wolves, a couple of other ones, the Warriors, and he bought all of them. So now <laughs> if the Redskins want it, they got to go pay up. Pay that man. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, he's what a money! The, he's move waiting by on this that uh, Mahomes money for the name change. What a money move by this guy! I really is. Little real a, estate that's a money agent. Move. Yeah, that's facts. It's crazy, but man. I I don't know if you saw. I mean, I'm pretty sure you did, and anybody listening probably saw it. Also, there was a um, the leaks that the Red Wolves was the name gaining the most traction, and there was some so. uh, and some people gave us some some mock logos and jerseys of the Red Wolves. I thought that stuff was incredible. Yeah, I hope so. But here's the thing. If we know anything about not just the Redskins, but the NFL in general, um, the owners and the people in power don't listen to people that want, like, that make good things. I don't understand it. Like, the perfect example is, like, the Rams. All the Rams had to do was look on Twitter, search Rams mock jerseys, and, like, they could have found something great. Bro, there's some talented they, people out there too. Oh yeah, there's so many ups. talented people in the on the internet that just don't have actual jobs in these teams or industries where they should, and people that don't know their their butt from their elbow do, and um, that it's apparent in that Rams debacle, and I guarantee you it'll be apparent in this. If they don't pick the Red Wolves, I'll be really disappointed. You have to pick the Warriors, sure, whatever. That that kind of makes sense. But the Red Wolves with the like the R logo with like the claw coming out that we saw, I thought that was amazing. It'll be sick, man. And it'll um, be really sick. Uniforms regardless, though, hard. it's a it's the right step. Unless they do some nonsense that we've also seen. These were more <laughs> jokes, but I, you know, with Dan Snyder at the helm, it could be very serious. I saw somebody say the Washington Redskins officially changed their name to the DC Redskins. <laughs> And oh man, <laughs> oh boy! I wouldn't put it past them. I, I, you know, I wish I could put it past them, but I just can't. But, but shout out to the DC fans. They get a rebranding, and rebrandings are always fun. Rebrandings if they're are done fun. right. They're they're very fun, and since they're gonna be getting new uniforms, new logo, new name, maybe new colors. I doubt it, but if they have to, new colors. So, shout out to them. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, they don't mess it up. Yeah, because having to rebrand the second time after, that's not the fun one. The fun one's the yeah. first one with all the hope yeah. and the, and the, you know. But the this is a brand have this been is this. I do think they'll keep their colors, at least, like, the the maroon and white. I think it would be smart to keep their colors so they don't have to, like, do too much with the stadium. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they got, like, the seats yeah, they do. colored they do. to them. So if they like just go like blue or whatever, it'll be tough. But if they keep it the red and yellow, because the red and yellow is dope. You yeah, got to do cool. it right. And it's like unique. There's not many other teams. I don't think in no. like sports at all that have those colors. So it's it's a unique colorway, and it definitely stands out to them. And now we can focus on the colorway instead of the name of the team. So that's really nice. Yeah. 
So um, I'm not going to say shout out Dan Snyder, but shout out to um, everybody that has been pushing for this change for as long as we have. I mean, that team has been a team for, what, 80 years? And uh, we we just now get a name change in, in 2020. The best thing to happen this year. Mm-hmm. Because this year has not been great. But we got rid of the Redskins. So big shout out there. <laughs> the Indians, you guys are next. <laughs> Let's go. I'm excited to see what they come up with with a name change. Um, with the Indians, I would really, really be okay with the color change. Just because baseball has too much red, white, and blue. It they do. has too much. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Sick and tired of red, white, and blue. I mean, every big team that you think of. Dodgers, Yankees, Cubs, red, white, and blue. Twins, Indians. Red I, Sox. There's red Sox. I mean, they're all Blue Jays. All red, white, and blue. And then even the teams that aren't red, white, and blue, they're some variation. They're blue and white. Padres, Rays, yeah. and they used to be unique. I mean, the Padres, they just went back to their brown, right? I really like the Padres' new uniforms. Yeah, they just went back to their brown and gold. So Color big, scheme is dope like, on that. I'm happy about that. But we need some yeah, diversity. I love uh, on, unique uniforms and stuff like that with some dope colors. Bring back I love the it. Diamondbacks with the purple and the teal. Bring back the tw- or not the Twins, the, uh, the Marlins with the... The teal and black, which I kind of have right now. It's more like a blue, but they kind of have it back. See, if all the sports could just be like the NBA when it comes to uniforms, mm-hmm. man, it would be That's great. True. It's definitely true. NBA, NBA does such a good job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I and mean, then the, now bringing back the throwback stuff, too, with it. Yeah. Man. Oh, for sure. Like, seeing like so Memphis dope. and Utah's throwbacks. Ooh. It's nice when they're throwbacks, too. Having those as a full-time, not really the move, but the throwback as, like, an alternate, it's nice. Absolutely. Because they're still and wearing them for about, like, 20 games about. Good, then you got the city. Chunk. Yeah. You got the city uniforms, the statements, the earned, all those. So it's pretty dope. And, and the cool thing about the NBA, too, is the three biggest teams historically are the Lakers, Celtics, and Knicks. And none of those are red, white, and blue. It's purple and gold, green and white, and blue and orange. Like, they're all very unique and stand out, and that's really nice. And it's teams with very strong history, and they're not afraid to, like, switch it up and go against the grain with their uniforms. Like That's true. The Lakers have changed their uniforms a lot Yeah, for a team with as much history as them. So it's really dope. Like, the Celtics, you got that uh, new, like, gold-looking one. That they got, yeah, with um, like the the Celtic font, yeah, like that one's kind of dope. I rock with it a little bit. Uh, you got the purple with the pinstripes for the Lakers. You also had the black Mamba R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was last year or the year before for, for the city. Mm-hmm. So those are dope. And then the only team that doesn't really change it too much, even though they do obviously have like their city uniforms and their alternates, is the Bulls, which good don't because those are pretty classic and iconic um, yeah especially just because mj made them great but even their like alternates are really cool besides like the chicago flag stuff not a fan of that but yeah i'm not either. Kinda, this is this is a long tangent at this point uh don't change the colors new washington football team whoever you might be whatever your name might eventually become <laughs> whoever you and, are wherever you are whoever you are just leave it uh, but, but yeah, uh, that, 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 to good switch change. up sports, we had some UFC over the weekend. We did. We had three title Dubai. fights. 
in the long-awaited Fight Island. Yeah, we still got to was... wait a little bit for the octagon on the beach. Like, they have it built. I was expecting them to fight on it. I don't know. Maybe they'll do, like, some exhibition fights on it. But we had three title fights. And, yeah, and I was disappointed just with the the Fight Island aspect because nothing felt different. Uh, at least yeah. on the at, from what you could see during the fight. It just felt like a normal UFC fight that was an empty stadium. But we did have the three title fights. And... One of them, not so great. Uh, the opening one was fantastic, in my opinion. Yeah, um, Peter Yan and uh, Jose Aldo. Yeah, Jose Aldo just took a beating, but he, he got work, go man. Down. He would not <laughs> he go whooped. down though until he eventually did. But he was just taking it like a like a champ. And, uh, and I, I say that the ref on that one, uh, you should have probably called it a little bit before this man got full CTE. Like, it could have helped save some some cells from dying. Yeah. But. He, he was trying to just, since it's Aldo, got some veteran in there. Like, he, he wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt and try to fight back. And it was just not happening. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole fight before, up until that part where it was like, ooh, this is over, over. It was a really even fight. It was definitely not going Aldo's way. Like, he probably would have lost in a decision. But the fight, every time there was a big punch, there was another one brought right back. Yeah. Now, majority of the fight, it was Aldo taking the big punches. This is true. Jan he did was have his, rocking. He did him. have some moments. <laughs> he did. Absolutely. But, yeah, he kind of got whooped uh, when it comes down to it. But the fight was entertaining for sure. Yeah. Second fight, Adrian Volkanovsky and uh, Max Holloway. Kind of a robbery. Went to yeah. decision, the decision, early rounds. And this is why I've never liked decisions. I Whenever I see big yeah. fights, I always feel like decisions just don't go the right way. And I and I always think maybe it's because I'm not a UFC or a boxing guy. I just don't quote-unquote get it. But what else is there to get? I feel like punches Whoever landed. Whoever dominates the fight Yeah, should. punches landed, like, who's, like, physically not feeling the best at the end like there's just telltale signs just from watching a fight who's winning the fight yeah to start the fight the first two three rounds holloway had him he was controlling he was dominating he was doing what he needed to do they go toe-to-toe to end it for four and five but i don't know I, I, you got to give the edge to holloway there but apparently not apparently yeah. not but that's second of three. And then the third, we had Usman and Masvidal. Another and title fight. Masvidal was coming just, in on this off uh, six days' notice. <laughs> Found out, flew to Dubai, got ready, lost 20 pounds to get ready for this in six days. Mm-hmm. Nuts. That, that's absolutely 20 nuts. pounds, is not, that's not a healthy way to lose weight. Like whatever That is not he did, a healthy way. I don't know what he did. I don't like it. And to go five rounds mm-hmm. with Usman? Now, to be fair, those five rounds weren't in- entirely um, hard fought. They weren't hard hard fought, but they were the- exhausting. Oh, yeah. This was just like pure body weight just being... Straight up exhausting. Yeah. Usman really just gave it to him. But you got to give it to Masvidal. Like, he hung in there. He yeah. hung in there. Just to Definitely. take a fight like that, 
the, he did the what cards he had, had to stacked do. against him before the fight started. And yeah, because you had uh, Usman training and preparing for this the whole time. Now, Masvidal is just chilling and quarantine, doing whatever. Oh, I'm flying to Dubai to fight this man for a title fight? All right, run it, bet. You know Masvidal is going to jump on that. But it's tough to get your body and everything ready for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he was training to an extent, but not necessarily for this style of fighter. Uh, Especially when you're a week out. Yeah. I, I know like, a lot I'm, of people I'm sure are upset. the fighters got a whole different regimen that they do in the coming weeks before a fight. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you just don't have that at that time. Yeah. I know a lot of people were upset about this being like the, the final uh, fight on the card just because of the way it played out. But I mean, that's kind of some hindsight stuff. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, like the Aldo fight would have been the, the better of the three in terms of uh, the main ticket but yeah. you know that's kind of just how it goes sometimes but ufc 251 we got some uh cool ones coming up for uh 252 and um hopefully the rest of fight island i think they're actually doing something on the 15th i saw a bunch of dates that they're gonna try to do stuff and maximize their time out there but uh it should be cool i don't uh, know off the top of my head if uh any big name cards are coming up on it, but something to watch, especially for the beach octagon. That's what I'm waiting for. Mm-hmm. That's what we've been hyping up for months now, and I hope we get it. I hope they didn't just put it out there as a little, "Hey, we're here. Here's our little statue." I hope they use it. Uh, another place where they're they're just here, and uh, we're gonna get a, a whole bunch of nonsense because of where they're at. Where the NBA bubble. <laughs> I mean, the NBA bubble is just going to be an absolute spectacle of a documentary to watch. I already know oh, it. It's, we're like four days in, and it's already just going crazy. Uh, before we get too much into that detail, I did just see on my phone. I don't even know if you've looked. We just got a Bleacher Report, ESPN. Uh, Russell Westbrook actually just got uh, tested oh, positive man. for COVID. So there's another uh, big name kind of having to take a couple weeks off. And Westbrook and Harden haven't showed up to Orlando yet. They said they were going to show up uh, a little bit after the team. So yeah, that's so, interesting. So they must have known, which if they did, good for them for not going right away. Uh, that's the nice, like, responsible thing to do. If they, I'm sure they realized they were around somebody who had it. So Yeah. Now question is, does Harden have it too? I had a, I who knows I haven't seen anything about that I just know Russ does in fact yeah so he'll be out for a couple of weeks um, probably not full two because he's been isolated for a couple now um, but he'll he'll be joining uh, everybody out there in the bubble eventually once he's all cleared and ready to go but yeah. bubble watch is what I'm gonna be calling it. Uh, we just got a whole lot going on. We got J.J. Redick <laughs> and Miles Leonard shotgunning beers on camera in ice baths. Uh, Miles Leonard's just absolutely crushing it. We got J.J.'s was embarrassing, but it, it was fine. It, he's he was <laughs> he was doing his thing. Uh, we got IG uh, influencers getting invited to the bubble already, <laughs> um, and people try. <laughs> the the best part about that to me is. Um, 
Mo Bamba was out here thinking that it was Donovan Mitchell, and, and the girl's like, I wish. <laughs> Man. Uh, but apparently, from some investigation, it looks like it was Montrez Harrell that was the one inviting, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And it's funny that we could just easily just kind of decipher who it could be and who, amazing. who wasn't. Um, then we got people doing tours of their room and they just don't know what things are. I saw a video. I don't even remember who it was. And there was like this chair looking thing, like this foam, you know, those things you put on your bed where you can have like a back and some arms. It's like a big pillow. It looked like that, but not really. And it's like him trying to sit in it and figure out what in the world he's supposed to do with it. And it's mad Um, tiny, too, and he's just mm -hmm. huge. (laughs) And then, like, he has, like, a touchscreen tablet that doesn't even work. And then there's J.R. Smith doing live streams with um, the food. And then he gets a text from the NBA saying, yo, 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 J.R., don't do that. (laughs) And then you Uh, got PG out here fishing. You got LeBron, Quinn Cook, and Anthony Davis hopping on the park, breaking the servers. Oh, yeah, together. I saw that with um, Quinn Cook, right? Yeah. He yeah, was they, uh, they hop streaming. on 2K and just everybody stream sniping them. Yeah. Just following them around the, the 2K My Park. <laughs> they couldn't even get that, a That's game one yet. of uh, the cool cooler things about 2K is when you get somebody like that on the park and just a whole lobby. It's just following oh, them, watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you actually watching them at the park. Like, you you straight up got LeBron, AD, and Quinn Cook in your lobby. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, that, that is super cool. Um, yeah, so we've just seen a lot of nonsense, and it's only been a couple of days in this NBA bubble. So I expect just a whole lot more. I expect songs and music videos coming out soon, <laughs> especially from, like, Lonzo and, like, Brandon Ingram. I expect it from them. I'm expecting um, just everything, honestly. I'm expecting pranks. A lot I'm of pranks. I'm expecting pranks. I'm expecting people breaking the rules and, like, it getting found out and then, like, possible suspensions and whatever yeah. else might be happening. Um, I expect the absolute most, and I expect the social media use to just really be uh shining through and this is going to be a really really cool time to be we got some uh poolside parties late night too with dwight howard just dolo got the speakers going crazy Mm -hmm. just chilling (laughs) by the pool by himself and anthony (laughs) davis uh hits him up he's like who who else was there no it was just me man it's just me (laughs) i ain't trying to get caught don't blow up the spot (laughs) and he was going crazy with this little dj party apparently too and they have like Mm -hmm. one dj um, one thing I do want to talk about is just how bad the food looks. They look oh, like man. they're getting rations in like a, in, in like a Bro. a refugee camp. It's terrible. An, un- an underfunded refugee camp, I might add. Like these guys aren't making billions, so they can't just afford some better food. It's crazy. It's <laughs> insane to me. Just let them. They're buy getting their straight own up food. lunchables. Just let them buy their own food. Or like, or at let's least get like, a couple sponsors that are like here that will yeah that could cook for them like yeah, they can make like it happen. actual cooks now maybe they were they're trying to and it, they just didn't have the time yet I don't really know but they were getting lunchables essentially it was bad it was really, <laughs> they looked really, really bad. bad it didn't even look appetizing like it was just terrible 
Like cheese blocks and some granola for dinner. Like Come cold on, chicken breast, so you know that thing is all hard, Come stale, on, chewy. Oh, <laughs> terrible. No sauce. Nothing. Not even a little Come honey on. mustard on the side. Come on, man. Just straight unseasoned cold mm. chicken breast. Unseasoned chicken too. Mm. Unseasoned. They're at Disney. I can't imagine that season. <laughs> There's uh, no way. There's no. If way anybody listened right, to this no and they way. they had Disney's chicken, let me know. I've never been to Disney, but the way it looked, it ain't low seasoned, and we can't it's have it. It's pretty funny that like I've only been to Disney for sports, and then I went to like um, I think MGM like one time ever, but I've never been mm-hmm. to like Epcot or like just any of the other Disney places. Yeah, me um, neither. But we live in Florida, you know. We just yeah, we're only about like what an hour, hour and a half out from Disney. Hour and a half at most. Like that's with traffic. Yeah, and and there's gonna be traffic. (laughs) Traffic out here is bad. So we're gonna need we're gonna need you guys to crowdfund us some uh, some money for the passes so we can go to Disney and um, and interview LeBron. So actually, I don't want to interview LeBron. I do. I love you, LeBron, but I want to interview Myers Leonard. That's what I'm here for. I'm gonna go with both. <laughs> if I gotta pick, I'm not picking Miles Leonard. <laughs> who who who's your number one like guy you want to interview? Not just because he's really good, just like guy you kind of would want to talk to, um, especially in the bubble. So we'll limit it a little bit there. In the bubble, yeah. So no um, Steph, no Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson would be an obvious pick for me, but no Clay Thompson. I'm gonna go. Spider. Ooh. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, okay. Donovan I like that. I like Donovan Mitchell pig. Donovan Mitchell. I feel like I have a few that I really want to do. Um, Hassan Whiteside's got to be on there, on this list. Um, just because this man is the Snapchat master. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever seen his Snapchats. It's just electric. I haven't. Um... Hassan Whiteside's got to be on there. Um, I don't even know who else. Honestly, I kind of want to interview tough. Jason Tatum just to talk about like the hair transformation he's gone through. <laughs> like whoever I'm interviewing, this is not a basketball interview. Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> it's just not gonna be about. You see, I'm going Donovan just since like everything that happened started within the Jazz oh, for, camp. Yeah, that would be a wild one. So that's why I'm going with him. Yeah, because, the, yeah, that's what's crazy. Um, we kind of forget that the Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell situation is the reason that the United States took COVID seriously, even though we never took it seriously. But, like, sadly, we pretended to take it seriously for a second. Um, and it's Even though Florida, that, shout out to Florida for being having the most cases in the world now. Nuts. Just absolutely nuts. We, we The crazy part is the first half of this first wave – we were like cool, and we didn't have that many cases, especially compared to the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but we started acting up. And now Florida's the epicenter for the whole world. Let's go. Not our own country. We, the we whole put world. we on the map, baby. <laughs> we on the map. You thought Florida man stories were bad? Now you just got Florida. <laughs> yeah. Florida takes pandemic to a whole new heights. It's true. Just wait till we got croc or not croc alligators coming at you with COVID in their jaws. Come on. Oh man. Come on. Don't play with me. 
Don't play with Florida. Florida. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we got we got the bubble. Uh, if you guys see any ridiculous things happening in the bubble, please tag us. Send us it. Please send I want to know all of it because, obviously, there's, like, so much that it's kind of hard to keep track. Um, I know, shout out to uh, Kale Newton. We talked about uh, having the uh, a tier list, a ranking video or episode for uh, NBA shotgunners based off this J.J. Redick and Myers Leonard uh, video. As we situation. get more, we're definitely going to get that popping. I'm hoping more people do it so that we at least have like a nice base of like five to kind of base it off of. Bro, I think we're going to get a new one every day. I we really just have so. to. That just sounds we, amazing. <laughs> we just have to. And if there, that's there's the case, no way it doesn't happen. Yeah. There's just no way. So we'll probably get an extra episode out there to you guys one of these days, sooner and later, um, if Kale's willing to join us on that. Um, now, the reason we have this with Kale is because Kale is an expert shotgunner. Um, if you haven't seen his shotguns, he, he tweeted one out, uh, at Kale Newton. Uh, he tweeted one out in response to J.J. Reddick's uh, video, and Kale did it a little bit faster in a buddy healed Kings jersey and he kind of sent the challenge out to those Pelicans saying Kings are coming for you. Yep. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. Now, uh, in a different sport bubble news, the Blue Jays have their own little uh, bubble going for baseball. And, and I like this one. I like this a lot. This is a really good precedent that other teams should be looking at to replicate. Now, if you don't know, the Blue Jays have a hotel in center field. So the players are staying at the hotel. If any players are seen outside of the hotel or the ballpark, $750,000 fine right there. And this is huge because the Blue Jays don't got big money players on their team. Mm-hmm. Like that $750,000 That's gonna hit. is like a year contract for a good amount of those players. That is going at least half the roster. That's going to hit, and it's going to hit hard. Your pockets are going to hurt. I I like you. You're my dog, but you ain't making money like that yet, Bo. Now a lot of these players on the Blue Jays, they got that daddy money, so they they're going to be straight. That's true. That is true. They they got that daddy money. They got the sons of every Hall of Famer in baseball history. On you know, Dad's not trying to pay no seven hundred fifty thousand dollars just so Vladdy Junior can go to get mcdonald's that's not what we're here for (laughs) at all that's not what we're here for now staying on the baseball hype we're 10 days away from opening Mm day yeah 10 days away man i feel like we've come such a long way from just being at the last spring training game that we were at ready for the season to start in about like a week and a half and boom gone and now what two and a half months later three months later it's like three we're and a half, but we're we're here. the uh, The crazy thing is that, I mean, ten days away. That's that's pretty nuts. But yeah. the this pseudo spring training that we're getting is also a really really cool experience. We were talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if too many people have kind of thought about it, but you know, spring training has a lot of the the double A triple A guys that are fringe on trade blocks, fringe making rosters, uh, all the different types of scenarios you can have. And all these teams are training at their home stadiums right now. Which and a so lot of for, these young players will never see 
if it wasn't yeah, for the and, circumstance. You know, hopefully they will, but that's just not the way it goes. Most guys in single, double, triple A don't always make it up to the mm-hmm. majors, and if they do, it's for a limited amount of time. So for guys like on the Yankees and the Red Sox that may not ever play for those teams, this is their opportunity to say they got to play in Fenway, in Yankee Stadium, um, in Wrigley Field. Like This is the opportunity that they're given to, instead of just playing on the spring training fields, they get a little uh, big league action, and that's that's really it, cool. It's so dope. And you see a lot of these teams. I don't know to the extent of how many. I've seen a good chunk. But uh, the teams are streaming on uh, TV on their uh, respective networks and stuff. Their uh, inner squad scrimmages, practice, everything. So it gives the fans a little look inside to stuff we normally wouldn't see because, I mean, why would we? But now we get to see the young talent as well, just playing out there with the big guys, enjoying it, trying to fight for a spot on the team because we got expanded rosters uh for the season, for the 60 games. So you're going to see some faces that you normally wouldn't see. It's going to be dope. Oh, it's, it's definitely going to be nice. Um, hopefully we don't see these faces because of injuries, obviously. Uh, these yeah. guys aren't in the best shape. So I feel like injuries are going to happen a little bit more this season. I really hope mm-hmm. not. But yeah. it's kind of the nature of the game when you're it's not inevitable. in the peak physical shape, you know. Um. And then hopefully not with the Yankees again because we can't have what happened last year. Man, I can't, we're I can't. we're already starting with our stuff. No, it's but. nuts. Araldis Chapman's the latest person to get Corona out of the baseball world that I've seen at least. Yeah, and I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully all these players can get healthy and get uh, cleared. So they're not spreading it more to more players, and hopefully our our bubbles at least can survive for uh, with minimal people getting infected. That's bubble watch, baby. Really send us whatever you see. Yeah, bubble watch. Um, please send us for all the bubbles, any bubble, any nonsense. I want to see it. If you got your own bubble, send us that stuff too. I will. We want to see it all. Nonsense too. If you got a beard, a shotgun. Tag us at underscore the spectators. I'm here to watch it if it's if it's good. We, we want to see we'll all the nonsense. Know. We'll rate you one out of ten. Well, let's <laughs> so, go. Uh, you know, thank you guys as always for listening. Um, let us know what name you want for the Redskins. I really do want the Red Wolves. Uh, you know, go check out our website. We got another article coming out later this week for you. And Brooklyn just had his article. A little over a week ago. Go check out that. Anything else you got for me, Brooke? Free Woj. Free Woj. That's facts. Free Woj. He Free ain't, he ain't my do guy nothing. Woj. He ain't do nothing wrong. He ain't Free do Woj. nothing. Free Woj till it's backwards. Hey, uh, Woj, if you're listening to this, uh, you can work for us while you're on suspension. For, for pro bono. Absolutely. Pro bono. Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you guys as always for listening. Take care. Follow us on all of our socials. And we'll see you next week. Later, everybody. Stay safe. <laughs>